2: You know, I was all ready to come on here and say, allons-y, Coyotes, which is let's go Yotes in French, um, but it was the French that stole that opportunity from from me. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes Postgame Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. America, um, make sure to... Hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave a five-star review. I'm Leah. Mer... I mean, I'm Sean DePaz.
1: Oh, oh, See, I did that
2: once too. She, <laughs> she, she has it written there. I don't know. I'm like, a, a, like so I anchor man. I gotta too. just I, yeah. I just read what's written for me. Uh, I'm Sean DePaz, joined by the one and only Steve Peters. Obviously, Craig Morgan will be joining us later from uh, Moat Arena. Arizona Coyotes fall 3-2 to the Montreal Canadiens in overtime. Petey, initial reactions? Yeah,
1: you know what? You look at this Coyotes team tonight, and this is the first time that you felt, after the first period, that this Coyotes team actually dominated yeah, the team. Yeah. Like They they outshot, they outskated, they had the puck more off an offensive zone time. Everything was in their favor, so of course they're going to lose this game. Yeah. And it, it, just, it just felt like things were going their way. And you go, well, Montreal's going to wake up. I think Montreal's third period, they finally started yes, to come yes. on. But I think overall, for 60 minutes, the Coyotes were... Really good, and you start to say, "Hey, maybe, maybe this mullet magic thing is real. Maybe yeah. they are just better at home. Maybe they do have a home ice advantage." They don't look like a team that's fighting for thirty first or thirty second no. right now. And I and I, I know, I guess that's a good thing. I guess. And we sit there and talk about the rebuild all the time, and and you know, the Fantilli and, and Bedard. The reality is, this team, I they're not going to finish last. Yeah, I, I just don't like see it. it. They they compete too hard. They have too many guys pulling on the rope and when you have everybody playing together, you're just it's too hard to lose. Yeah. So they get a point out of tonight. I, I thought that they played good enough to get two. Um, but I think it was a really good game for the Coyotes tonight. Hello to all the other Leah Merrills in the chat. Um, I mean let's
2: not let's not waste any time. Let's let's get right into by the numbers because there's a pretty important one. Um, obviously outside of the score, the coyotes outshot the Canadians. 39-26, to 26, just the third time this year that they have outshot their opponents. And interestingly, they are 1-1-1 one, one, and one in those three games. A win over the Rangers and a loss over the Islanders, I believe, um, earlier in the year. Um, oh, both teams went 0-2 on the power play. Canadians won the face-off um, circle. And uh, another big number, 64-48 to 48 on the shot attempts. Coyotes were putting pucks on net, as Tyson Nash would say. Um, but it did not pan out um, in the score column. What sticks out to you here, Petey? Yeah,
1: a, a couple things. And we, we talk a lot about shots, and I know I really harped on this team over the last two games about them not taking shots, not taking shots, passing up shot attempts. I think there were times tonight where they passed up shot attempts, and yeah. they, got, they still get 39. And maybe I'm just wrong, because this is the fourth time this team has shot more than 30 shots on a goal. Yeah, Four times this season. What Four time? times more than 30. They didn't win any of them. Yeah. So maybe I'm just wrong, and I know you talked about outshooting the opponent, which now they've done three times on those other games where they shot 30, their opponents shot more. That's why it's not their different stats. But they did everything right tonight. Yeah, and, and, and with the power play, and I, I thought the power play, especially in the first period, I thought the power play had really good looks. I thought they shot the puck a lot, yes. and we talked about you know having a, a net front presence. I, I really felt that they were going to get one on the power play tonight, and I thought the power play was really buzzing and. It, they just ran out of gas in the third. Right. I don't know. It maybe just like I did, ran out of gas in the third because it's a goddamn late. But And in those comfy chairs. I was oh, ready to take a nap. The more furniture chairs are killing me after 11 <laughs> o'clock. But And maybe that's what happened to this team because the third period was a different period. And we look yeah. at the shots on goal in the third period after they were 17-16-6 six in the right. third. So it really fell off in the third. But I think that's a credit partly to Montreal, too. I thought Montreal came with a little push in the third yeah. Montreal's got some good offensive players. I mean, it's 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 not a pushover team. and These are two teams that last year were 31st and 32nd and battling it out until the last day of the year. They're both better than that now, and I think that that showed. So I, I, I think Coyotes have to be happy with their effort, their offensive output, and their shots on goal. I, I wish they'd be able to net something on the power play. That's the difference tonight. Yeah. They're 0 for 2 on the power play. They get one of those goals. They win in regulation, so that is the difference. But like we say, every single night we come here, It's try to find the positives out of players or the team. And I think there were plenty of things that went positive tonight in individual performances. Uh, Yeah,
2: 100%. I mean, you mentioned it. I think the power play was noticeable. I I think the special teams in general were pretty good tonight, despite the fact that they did not convert on... convert on any of their power plays I think especially on that first power play they were in it they were getting shots on net which is what we have been asking for from the power play because a lot of times it just seems like they're kind of passing the puck around and then like I said they kept uh, Montreal from getting on the board on the power play Um, one of the people that was noticeable on initially on the early power play um, was Nick Ritchie He, he ended up take kind of going into the boards awkwardly and then leaving on that shift while the rest of the, his line stayed on the ice but he did come back in the game so I don't know maybe Craig knows something about that we'll talk to him later um, but Richie was he was noticeable despite the fact that he did not end up scoring.
1: Yeah, I thought he started the game really well, and I thought he was one of the, the, the better players for the Coyotes through the first 10 minutes. Yep. I thought he was he had a little more jump tonight, yep. and, and I think we've seen him since he came back from sitting out. The coach sat him out a few times as a healthy scratch, and I think when he first came back, he wasn't getting a lot of minutes, and he didn't really... He didn't seem like he had that extra push, or that extra jump, and I thought today in the first period he did, and I think that was one of his best first periods. Unfortunately, he didn't end up on the score sheet, and, I, and he was so close on the power play. Yeah. He's playing net front. I know we've started playing bumper, which is the middle spot between the hash marks. Um, earlier in the year, now he's right in front of the net in the crease where, where Boyd was playing, and I really thought he was going to get one tonight. He was screening the goalie well. He had a chance at a rebound there, so I thought he looked good on the power play for sure. And funny enough, it's one of the things Just we talked about, about. to be one of, one of PD's
2: keys. So why don't we roll right in into your keys? Yeah, like we said, one of them was Richie to show up on the power play, and he was active, but it ultimately didn't hit. What are the other keys?
1: Yeah, we, we look. I, I went back and watched the film from the game when they were in Montreal, and they lose 6-2 to two in that game. Ingram was his first game for the Coyotes. That was part of it. And the Coyotes turned the puck over an insane amount of times in that game, and they, they gave the game away literally to the Montreal Canadiens there. So they had to continue, maintain the puck better. Clearly, when you look at the shots on goal, they maintained – and had puck possession and managed the puck better, so that's a that's a definitely a win for them uh, off the score sheet. Montreal is bottom five in the league for goals four. I, I mean, they 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 held them to two through three mm-hmm. for the for the, the Arizona Coyotes to hold the team to two goals. I think that's also a win. And Richie, all he needed to do was strike on the power play. We hit all three keys and they win the game. So <laughs> it's it's a definitely a two key night and not enough to get them a win through overtime
2: yeah um and, and you mentioned keeping them off the score sheet by the melka standards not a crazy game 20 20 saves on 23 shots, or 23 saves on 26 shots um but he did have one big save at one moment there was the stetcher turnover i believe where he tried to grab it out of the air and he kind of just fumbled it and then it, he turned it over um yeah in the second period stetcher tried to grab it out of the air turned it over and that forced veggie to make a pretty big save um and he ended up I mean, like, it ended up being a pretty big deal because it got them to overtime and ultimately got them that one point. Um, Was anything noticeable about Mamalka?
1: When you look at Veggie, though, and he's so used to making these 40, 50 save Mm -hmm. nights, and that's when he's on fire. I think tonight is what you want to see out of your goaltender. He makes the big save on the Stetcher turnover, and he he gives you a chance to win. And that's, I think, you know, when you talk about the good goalies in this league, you're not getting the, the, the premier goalies aren't making... 30-40 30-40 saves a game because you're not getting that many shots. We say that about Vamelka because of quantity. Today was more about the quality. He made the right saves at the right time. It gave his team a chance to win. Um, you look at the two goals. I think I thought Cole Caulfield was all by himself on yeah. that one. And the second one with Dvorak in front of the net. You have absolutely no chance on a tip shot yeah. like that. I mean, even the NHL didn't even know how that puck went in. It started with the Dvorak
2: goal. And who and- who do they
1: give it to to first?
2: Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Ja'Kai? Yeah, you J'akai, got it. Aka yeah. Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi. greatest nickname in all of hockey. Wi-Fi. Um, Jakai, yeah, he then they, they credited it to him because he shot it and they thought it so yeah, originally he shot it. Yes. They gave the credit to Dvorak because he tipped it in, and then they went back and gave it to, to, to Wi-Fi, yep. and then they gave it to Dvorak. Um so it was a little all
1: over the place there, but I will say this, and I know what we're getting aside from the game, but when you look at Jakai and you look at how he spells his name, and I'm gonna look, it's X H E. K A J. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I will say this about hockey. We've had this conversation on the show before. Hockey players aren't extremely original when yeah, it comes to them. nicknames. It's the ER, the Y donor, you know, they just they change Adam a Y a guy's yep. name Schmaltzy, Kells. Like yep. it's not real creative. Montreal Canadians call this guy Wi Fi because yeah. his last name looks like a Wi Fi password. Yeah. Brilliant.
2: I just don't think anyone knew how to pronounce it. So they're like, yeah, there's just a bunch of letters there. We're going to call, call them something. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, yeah. I love
1: it. it. It is, It is. at least in hockey, my favorite nickname. Yeah, um, I'm all about it. So we, we'll call Wi-Fi from now on. But now they're done with the Canadians, so we'll have to wait till next year. Yeah,
2: all, all about it. Um, so, yeah, two goals from the Coyotes. First coming from Nick Schmaltz, assist from Clayton Keller. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more when Craig gets here about a – a relatively impressive milestone for for Clayton Keller here early in the season. But um, Nick Schmaltz scored the goal. It was an interesting moment because the, a lot of the Canadians fans or Canadians players kind of stopped playing because they were looking for a penalty. Um, it, it's kind of walking play. through that, yeah. But
1: it's a weird play. So it, the puck turns over in the neutral zone, and now it's a three-on-three. Three. And Schmaltz is driving the middle. Keller's on the, the right side. Outside the dots, Schmaltz going through the middle of the ice and he takes the defenseman sticks and he just, he doesn't slash it. He just yep. gives it a little tug. And when he gives it a little tug, Goulet loses just his. Drops stick. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so both Goulet and the defenseman put their hands up like, hey, ref, why don't you make a call here? And when they do this to go, hey, when you penalty, they leave Schmaltz alone. Schmaltz shoots and scores. So a couple things. One, you're not the referee. Don't put your hands in the air. Play. Yeah. Keep playing. Secondly, hold on to your stick. Like, that that's not a penalty. You didn't hold on to your stick. You, like, if he slashes it, that's one thing. He gives it a little tug. And all all Schmaltz is trying to do is create a passing lane for Keller to get him the puck. So he's trying to remove his stick from the lane. He's not trying to make the player lose his stick. So for me, there's no penalty on that play. And all it did is leave Schmaltz wide open in the slot. And that's a heck of a shot. Um, to beats Montembeau and puts the Coyotes up. That was a really good shot. Yeah. So Schmaltz is heating up, and Schmaltz and Keller together are finding the same chemistry they had last year um, before, you know, you look at all the injuries both of them had to deal with last year. But right now they're heating up, and that line, if those two can stay hot and they can produce offense, Coyotes can stay in games.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then the second goal from the one and only Matthias McCalder. Oh, Matthias McCaulder, um, his third of the year. He's now still in second. Um, in the rookie's points race behind Matty Beniers, who I'm going to see once I go to Buffalo. He's going to be playing the Buffalo Sabres, but oh. that's neither here nor there. Uh, Matias Michelli, though, third goal of the season. I believe his 22nd point of the year. 20. I don't know if if NHL has been updated yet, but um, either his 21st or 22nd point of the year. Um, what did you see from him?
1: You know, Michelli... We saw him play last year down in Tucson. High-end skill helps people around him become better because he distributes the puck so well. Mm. And what we've seen here this year is the same thing. Unbelievable passer. He makes passes through guys. He's a distributor on the power play. Great plays, but we just wanted him to shoot more because we think he's got that in him. Well, today he gets the breakaway from the blue line and fights off the Montreal defenseman and a great goal um, against Mattamboa. and. I tell you what the kid can play. Yeah. I mean he's got that offensive spark inside the blue line. He's dangerous and that, that line too with Cross and Buksstad, they can defend. Like yeah. so they play 200 feet, I don't think the coach is worried about putting them over at any situation on the ice. He's really matured um from from the few games that he got in last year. He's like he's he's a guy that you can look to 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 provide offense and yeah. not just on the power play, which which he has been special on the power play. This five on five player, he is, he's like he said, you're, you're up in the rookie scoring race from a team that doesn't score a lot of goals. They're not on the score sheet a lot. So if you're, if you're a, a, a scoring leader on a team like this, where you're not scoring, that you know that's a that's a big accomplishment to be included in that conversation. Thirty games into the season, so we'll see where it goes. I, I know there's going to be some changes to this team as the tra- trade deadline approaches, but for right now, Michelli's for real, and, yeah. and, and he's he's an offensive guy that's going to start getting noticed around the league a little bit more. Yeah,
2: um, yeah, very for real. I by the way, it is twenty two points, so I don't believe the. Um, the Kraken were active tonight. Let me just confirm. I'm gonna. Answer, um,
1: all I, you do that. I'm gonna talk to Scott White's question here that oh yeah, he just put on. up because this we've talked about on the show before, and this is it's unusual that a coach puts up eleven forwards and seven D. And and I know there are times over, you know, coaching for, that you have to because of injuries and yeah. you're short on on um, players up front, so you throw an extra defenseman in, and sometimes the defense will play forward or. You'll sit and a new player comes in like Chikrin. When he came back for his injury, it makes sense to dress seven in case he can't carry the workload. But over and over again, Andre Tourney likes to coach yeah. 11-7. And I, what he says is that allows him to put the players that are going, whether it's Keller or Schmaltz or Kraus, he allows them to double shift and get more time on the fourth line so he can get his top forwards getting more ice time and providing more offense. I think it's difficult to manage a bench like that because you've seen this team get too many men on the ice penalties over and over again, and part of that is, well, am I up? Am I up? Am I going with them? Am I going with them? And I think it's harder to manage seven defensemen as well instead of two pairs at a time. You've got an odd guy in and an odd guy out, so I think it's harder, but it works. Yeah, This team has been successful with it, and it's getting their top players more ice time, and Andre likes to run it that way, so if they can manage it on the bench... I mean, more power to him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I see people asking for disc- discount
2: Clark Kent. Uh, he is on his way How up. Is so he
1: not here yet.
2: I don't know. I don't know. He seemed like he was he was getting down there to for interviews relatively early. So I'm surprised he's not. But he's on his way. Um, but did before he text us. Yeah, he's he did way? text us. He was on his way. Attention. So he'll be here soon. Uh, but before we do that, we do need to crown our king. King. And obviously Schmaltz got on the board tonight. But when you put it in the context of the rookie race, um, did I? confirm i don't remember if i just said this kraken did not play tonight so michelli is two points behind maddie Beniers in the rookie points race there you go. and that combined with his goal tonight is why matthias mccall there is our draft kings king of the game one goal two shots on goal but really it is it is him in the context of this rookie race that is is what is really impressive to me
1: and the other thing too he's playing over 17 minutes yep. a game so he's put he's playing a lot and like we said he's playing in key situations he's getting in on the power play and not yeah, I know Touchan doesn't seem impressive, but he had six attempts. So the Pucks on a stick a lot on the offensive zone. So good on Matias Michelli. And you know what? We'll see. I I we were talking all all summer and into the fall about um Dylan Gunther being mm-hmm. the guy to lead these rookies, yeah. but it's been Matthias Michelli.
2: Yeah, at least it's at least they're wearing the Kachina. Um I I gotta go see if we have odds on him to win the, the rookie of the year yet. Or I don't know, the Calder we were trying, Calder I know. trophy. I know... I thought Leah got him on there. I thought Leah was... Is Probably. The, I just couldn't remember what it was takes at. She the night off. Um, but regardless of what it's at, if you're going to bet on it, bet, bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and if you want to bet on some some basketball, apparently it's okay to bet on the Suns again. Big win tonight. Oh, wow. um, but regardless of whether you're betting on it, basketball, football, Gaelic hurling, whatever you want, do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app. Um... Right now, if you download the app and sign up with code PHNX, place a $5 premium money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I did not win money on this Yotes game because I. Oh, we got the odds? Yeah. Plus 2,500. Plus 2,500, 2, buddy. I'm, I'm sprinting. Buddy. I'm sprinting. Hammer. I'm going to throw some money. I'm going to throw some money from my winnings. Kenny,
1: Kenny's right on that? Oof, oof. I mean, he's second in points. Come on, um, yeah. It's not, not like he's a. It's not like it's an actual fantasy. There. Yeah, no. But, but he's he's the second. <laughs> That's
2: wild. Hammer um, it, Kenny. And I think someone pointed it out um, that I think it was Karen that if if he's probably going to get more opportunity. Yeah, Karen pointed out he's probably going to get more opportunity post trade deadline. So for sure. I mean, because Seattle's
1: not making trades. Yeah, because like, they're they're Stan and pat where they're at. They're 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 a playoff team right yeah. now. And they're not trying to tank, so yeah. they're not making. Yeah, for sure, he's going to get more ice time. I'm just saying, I'm, well, I'm yeah, going to throw I'm, some of my winnings Kenny because might I be did de- something here. Yeah, uh, blatantly is is
2: is you know taking shots at at Buffalo Western New York. I don't know if you <laughs> knew this, <laughs> but Lying. Taze Thompson is the greatest player of all time, and he led the yeah. Sabers to a win. Him and the greatest goalie of all time, Pekka Ukkonen, at least the greatest goalie name of all time, led is. the Sabers to a it's win over the Golden Knights tonight. Won some money, you know, parlayed. Uh, Tage, anytime goal scorer with Sabres puck line.
1: That is hard to wide sports. right. I, you know
2: I, the haters don't get me down. The haters. You were even born then. I was not. No, I exactly. was not. I was not alive. So it, it like, doesn't bother me. If I was alive me
1: about though, Fran to losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure the people
2: that that. <laughs> Part Why took, I, ouch. yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure the part people, the people that had to live through that, had to, to drown their sorrows in some in what? some four peaks four afterwards. Peaks.
1: That's what I would do, I, <laughs> buddy. I just because my in-laws are coming. Oh yeah, you stocked up on the four stocked peaks. Stocked up on the yeah. four peaks. My fridge is full of four peaks because they're rolling in in the next 48 hours, mm, buddy.
2: Great move. Great move. <sighs> Boy, um, yeah, I, yeah. By the way, I feel like we can all get together on on a Vegas Golden Knights loss, right? We should be able to bond over that. Yes, we should. Anyways, um, go peaks. get yourself some four peaks and. Force Peaks is sponsoring an event that we have coming up. It's the one it's our first ever PHNX tea party at Dobson Ranch. Um we're going to have food and drink, merch, contest prizes. I know we're going to have some vendors out there, giving away some merch, giving away some samples. We're going to have a basketball competition. There's going to be a watch party for the Suns who are good again against the Minnesota Timberwolves who I don't like think are that, that good. Minnesota, um I don't know Friday, I January 13th at 5:30 p.m. Can
1: Garnett still play there.
2: No. no, not, not exactly it's been a couple okay. couple years um, but yeah we're going to have a jumbo screen showing the Suns and Timberwolves you get unlimited range balls you can rent clubs you got mini games cornhole pickleball there'll be heaters there'll be hot chocolate there'll be something for everybody bring the kids out kids 10 and under play free and there's a free youth clinic um, But for the people that are over 10 it's $45 a person $160 for a foursome and if you are if you are a diehard check the discord for your special app uh, or for your special link for a discounted Price, like it says there, thirty six dollars for diehards, one hundred twenty for a foursome of diehards. Get and out. We there. said it
1: last time though, because it's it's a little bit of a misnomer. Yeah, it's not saying, just a driving unlimited driving range because yeah. it's not. It's like we're playing a video game. where yeah. it keep score, keeps distance. It's it's like it's You can Literally play virtual golf. Yeah, you can play virtual golf. You could play. But, uh, but Angry Birds. there was the one there was Duck Pond or yeah, there was, Go Fish. You go just fish. hit it and it gives you a random fish yeah, and, you get and points. you're fishing. It's and fun. Yeah, yeah. So you keep score. You can compete. Whatever your level is, it is a lot of fun. Like it's I, if you've ever been to... Because you know I don't like to have golf. fun, right? Like yeah, we, we've all got through that. Yeah. I'm not much fun. And I went there because we all went there for a staff meeting. To Dubs yeah. right? And I'm like, I'm not going to have fun yeah, because I didn't want to have fun. It's like a thing. And all of a sudden I saw other people having fun. <laughs> and I go, maybe I'm going to have fun too. Hey. So I grabbed a couple of clubs and I swung around and I had fun. It's infectious. And I'm terrible it at is. golf. So what I just go matter. out there to look good and have literally fun. It literally doesn't matter.
2: Because yeah. you, you swing the ball and it yeah. goes somewhere.
1: Yeah. Just play Go Fish. Go, okay. Play Go Fish. I, did you d-
2: see Craig's newest text? I did not see his newest text. What was yeah. his newest text? He said... Having major computer oh, issues. Oh, major computer issues. But I thought I saw... But it. I think he may have
1: figured it out. Did he figure out his computer issues? I think he's figured it out. I think we I are being just joined... just a bullshit excuse. Like, Leah took her excuse. Uh, I thought yeah. Craig was going to bail on us, yeah. Too.
2: yeah, but now we are joined by the one and only Craig Morgan, live from the load arena. Craig, how is it going? Is the computer working okay?
0: Yeah, I, I had to shut out everything down. Everything was frozen. Oh boy. Literally everything was frozen.
2: I have been there. Um Craig, just get right into it. Did you talk to anybody tonight?
0: Yeah, we got Nick Schmaltz and Jacob Jickerin after the game, as well as of course Andre Tourigny. and and as you can imagine, everybody felt like they deserved a better fate yeah. tonight. I mean that was that was without question their most dominant offensive performance of the season. Andre said it, the players said it. It's just, you know, it, it, it almost felt like they ran into what has happened uh, to them a lot this season, yeah. uh, what has happened to other teams, you know, but gets hot and wins them a game. Well, they ran into a hot goaltender tonight because they had just an unbelievable amount of chances, unbelievable amount of zone time, and just couldn't find the net enough.
1: Yeah, but, the, yeah, and Mullet, Craig, it's starting to be a real thing, this Mullet Magic, because this team looked better, and, and we've, we talked about this earlier, that when they played Montreal last year, they were playing for last place. That... Arizona Coyote team didn't look like a team that's competing for for the cellar right now they, they, like yeah. they they possessed the puck they were skating well uh, they had offense like this looked like a really good hockey team. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, there were some there were so many plays to talk about in this game. The Michelli goal was unbelievable. Yeah. I loved the entire entirety of that play. Jacob Chickrin backed up twice. Asked him after the game, he said, "Yeah, I just didn't like what I saw." So Waited, waited. We got a change. Lawson Kraus gets himself available just just outside the blue line for a quick touch pass. And Michelli gets that speed off the wing. That was a really pretty goal, guys. That was that was one of the best yeah. goals I've seen from this team all season. And yeah. you know, what you
1: talked to a guy that we haven't talked about yet tonight is Jacob Chickren, yep. and he tonight let out. I think he let all players. Oh no, who had more ice than him? As as I the ghost had a few more seconds than he did, but he still had over 23 minutes of ice time. He's getting shots. To go had three shots, six attempts. But the thing for me that stood out with Jacob Chikrin tonight was his defending. And I don't know if—we've like we've talked about that more this season than we had the rest of his career, his ability to defend in the defensive zone and read the rush. He's a different player this year. I, I don't know if it's because he is trying to do things to get out of here. I, I'm not sure. But he's defending much better. And that play up the middle of the ice, that's a hell of a pass. To cross, but I, I think it's the defense, the defending he's done inside the blue, and that's been impressive to me so far this year.
0: Yeah, he's been a complete player since he came back. We saw at the end of last season, I remember asking him on breakup day because he had been off for a while, he had been injured. And he had bulked up quite a bit. So he's, he's bigger, and I think he's using that to his advantage when defending. It's not – you know, we, we always talked to before about his stick positioning was pretty good, but if he got into battles, it wasn't necessarily going to go his way. He's doing a lot of things well. And besides that, he's damn near a point-per-game guy now. It's, he's really, really played well. Listen, if Jacob wants out, if he still wants out, he's doing literally everything that he can to make that happen.
1: What was the atmosphere like tonight in the mullet? Is it still good, good? And electrics yeah, on TV? Good. It looks good. Yeah, it looks I amazing. swear that's giving them an advantage.
0: Yeah, I, it, there are a lot of Montreal fans here tonight. And I'll, I'll say that. And that that's going to be the case with some of these teams. The Canadians are a team that tends to travel pretty well. So they had they had their share, but there was a really good atmosphere. I was a little concerned. I, I don't know how much we talked about it after the Buffalo game. That was that was the quietest I've actually heard this arena there were, you know, there were a few empty seats, and listen, they may be they may be giving some seats away for lower prices at this point. But tonight it was back to what I've seen uh, most of the most of the season here. This was a really good crowd. There was a really good atmosphere, and the people that I talked to, like I, I actually chatted with some Canadian fans who were in attendance. And you know, the, you, you don't want to do this. It's not sainte Bell, obviously. You don't want to do this for if, for your home team every game. But they thought it was a really cool experience.
2: Yeah, um, one thing I did want to get to is it's something that you had sent us from Coyote's PR. Um, Clayton Keller became just the fifth Coyote to reach 30 points within his first 30 games since 96-97. Um, Jeremy Ronick did it twice. Keith Kachuk did it twice. Ladislav Nagy did it twice. And then Shane Doan also did it once. Um so th- there's that. And then also, Jacob Trickwin and Nick Schmaltz are both on five-game home point streaks, the longest by Coyotes this season, which honestly, now that thing about it, a little misleading of a stat because they haven't played a whole lot of home games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Clinton Keller keeping pretty good company there. We've been talking about it. <laughs> a lot of times his points are quiet, but he, again, he's, he's still on a point-per-game pace, which just hasn't happened around here very much. In fact, it's... But there's only been one guy over 80 points in Coyote's history, Keith Chuck. So Clayton Keller stays on that pace. Um, You mentioned Nick Schmaltz as well. Um, You know, they've been waiting for him to sort of establish that sort of dominance that he had last season Mm -hmm. when he he had the seven-point game. And he was just – he was electric down the stretch for them. He hadn't really captured that. He's had some moments in the last few games. He had the three-assist night the other night. His first period tonight, honestly – it was awful. He was not good at all, but he turned it on after that and I thought he I thought he had an impact in this game again and they they obviously want him to impact the game on the offensive end and he was doing that tonight.
1: Craig, we have one thing, we, we the king of the game last game was Barrett Hayton getting his first goal. We talked about him in the first period where he like he was all over it tonight. I thought yep. for sure he was going to get another one tonight. Yeah. I think he was noticeable in the yeah. offensive zone. Um, he made a pass in the third period that was absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if you could tell it live. But they showed it replayed where he yeah. he pulled it back and put it through the defender's legs. Like it was an unbelievable. Pass. And
2: about that ten minute mark, he had like three shots in yes. like one possession. Like he just kept getting the puck back and shooting it. Yeah, he he was somebody that I noticed really
1: early in this. So I game. think he took a step forward again, and I think it's starting to come for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's got to go in, right? You, yeah. you don't want to, you know, you get the chances, and if it doesn't go in again, it could be right back. Yeah, you, you can see the potential there with Barrett. You wonder if it's ever going to break through. I don't know, because I will say this: after his uh, Bally's
1: interview with Todd Walsh after the last game, and I was commenting on his beard, I was mm. like, "Hey, buddy!" And he shaved it after he scored. So I'm sure that's one of those things that just—it was an awful beard. It was not a loss in Cross <laughs> beard. Sorry, Barrett Hayden great kid but that was an awful beard so as soon as he scored he shaved it so he looked much much cleaner tonight so i'm trying to decide if i like what is it going to take for me to shave my beard so he scores and shaves his beard we've got to figure out maybe when leah gets back we'll figure out something what what would the event have to be that i have to shave my beard <laughs> off for
0: five thousand followers maybe for yeah maybe yeah,
2: hey you do that. i mean Here we go. we've got to keep setting can- something
0: we could actually do it live, and, and Leah, Sean, and I could actually be the one shaving you with a straight razor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. Boy, howdy. Uh, I'll, I'll do the neck, buddy. Yeah, you got to wear it.
1: As long as you wear your glasses, Leah, like, like, it'll be squinting, I'd be in trouble. Oh, boy. But no, I, I think Barrett, that's good. I, I think it's taking a step forward. You're right. He's going to have to score, he's going to have to get. He's going to have to break through and get some of the, those offensive numbers. It doesn't have to be goals. Like he made that nice pass, but he, he's going to have to help participate in this offense if people are going to finally, you know, say okay, he he is no longer a bust in the draft. Which I don't think he is, but but that name tag is going to stick with him until he can start to put up some numbers.
2: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, anything else from the game, Craig?
0: I just I I'm, I don't maybe you mentioned it before I got here PD since it it took me a little extra long to get yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Nick Buester yeah, we shot on goal like it just everything but go in tonight. He was all over it tonight.
1: Yeah, and I think again, he he's a guy that he just needed to get more opportunities and I, and I think that that's what's happened from for him here versus what he had in Minnesota last year. He is trying to contribute to the offense, and he must have listened to our last podcast because I'm sure all the players do on their way home, and I'm <laughs> sure he must have listened to us talking about shooting the puck more because he clearly took it to heart, and he did. Um, you know, he, He's another guy that not only is trying to per- to get on the offensive side, but he's also on the power play now, and he wasn't getting that power play time before. He's in the bumper spot that Nick Ritchie held earlier in the year, um, so he, I, I can't imagine he's not going to start getting some more points on the power play as well. So, yeah, fun to watch for, for Boogie. Hey, Before, uh, a
0: little alert, for you, Petey. I uh, I might go write about him tomorrow. So seriously, you know, I was just boogie?
2: about I was about to ask: Are you are, are you working Woo-hoo! on anything for uh, gophnext.com?
0: Yeah, com? I think I'm going to do. I, I was undecided on what I was going to write up this uh, practice tomorrow. I think I'm going to write about Boogie. Make Petey happy. Fantastic. I might
1: read <laughs> one of your articles for a change.
0: That'd <laughs> be nice. <laughs> hey, did you see that
1: did you see the warm up jerseys? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I love those jerseys. What do you right think of that way? logo? Love,
2: that logo is terrific.
0: It's a, it's a Christmas logo, buddy. I yeah, love they it. do they not need that on t shirts and stuff. Uh, yeah, they they do, and and uh, apparently uh, according to Espo, those uh, those jerseys are pretty expensive. So I probably I probably won't be buying one of those. But the only thing there's and, people out there that can afford them, like you, Petey. What? What about me? You can afford it. Uh, yeah, you can buddy. afford it, buddy. Well, I tell you
1: this. The only thing, and and Sean won't remember this, the only thing that, remember that nose that he had on? Did it remind you of anything in coyotes history at all? The, the carrot nose. Do you remember the puppet, the snowman puppet during the Wayne Gretzky era? Pierre, the French oh puppet that did the commercials? Pierre, the snowman. That. Oh my <laughs> God. It, was, it might be the worst marketing campaign in the history of the Arizona coyotes. They had a puppet. <laughs> That spoke French, and it was a snowman. Pierre the Snowman. The Why Frenchman. do we have a French-speaking snowman in I, Arizona? I don't know. It made absolutely no sense. And he did commercials with Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> he was on the I swear. I was, wonder how uh, Wayne o took that. Like, hey, oh, I know my,
2: you're the greatest hockey yeah. player of all time. We need you to get in front of this camera with a French puppet. It was
1: It was absolutely <laughs> awful. I'm sorry if someone who was behind that marketing campaign, but boy, howdy, that was bad. So anyway, that picture reminded me a little bit of that. So a little nostalgia. Oh, all right. So,
0: how are you guys uh, surviving without Leah tonight, by the way?
1: We didn't even notice. Oh, uh, yeah. She
2: is up uh, watching. Well,
0: that, that's cold, buddy. That's <laughs> I mean, she's
2: she's having just, a good she time. She She's watching the greatest hockey team to ever exist with the greatest uh, goal scorer to ever exist. Yeah. And now, the greatest goalie of all time, Uka Lukanen. He yeah. played out of his he mind was, tonight. He
1: could have been the king of the game tonight. Sean tried, but I said. Yeah, no. I
2: tried for him. Petey tried for Boogie. We got overruled by
1: the all-mighty, all oh, all-powerful Craig. Craig. But discount. I will say, <laughs> DP has done a great job today, and of course, we all miss Leah. Can't wait for her to get back. Um, but she will not be back tomorrow. And apparently, oh, yeah. you and I are doing this tomorrow by ourselves. I'm taking the day off too. I do. you, have do you know we have, you have a show again tomorrow?
0: Me and you. I, do. I was trying to get. I was. I was trying to push us into past midnight so so oh, we could count it. Two shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because again,
1: work. here's what happens when Leah's not here. <laughs> They, Leah does a lot of planning. She does. I know Craig works really hard and does the, the writing thing, but Leah plans. Yeah, and she does. She so does. we have a show tomorrow, and I don't think Craig and I, I mean, I know <laughs> unless he sent me an email I didn't read, I don't think we've really talked about what the hell we're going to talk about tomorrow. So <laughs> yeah, tune in tomorrow. Can't wait for you to tune in tomorrow to the audio-only podcast with Craig and I talking about I have
0: absolutely no idea. <laughs> no clue. Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out on the ride home.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. So do you By want to no
0: hear— yeah, I just was wondering if we have a sponsor yet in Buffalo for the uh, BFLO segment of the show for Sean Deposits. Since it seems to come up every night now. Buddy, if Listen, there was a
1: BFLO, do you think he would leave us?
0: <laughs> Probably.
2: No, I, I can't leave because how, who is supposed to be the, the – the, buffalo missionary here in arizona yeah. to spread the good word of the 716 BFL. what are they going to I, I, talk
1: I, I, about in bfl they have two yeah. teams what do you what hey, do you mean three got, guys work there colleges
2: there's some there's a there's a professional lacrosse team come on um uh, <laughs> oh, yeah i'm not worried about that listen i i'm a i'm a diehard ph and xer no matter what all right craig do you want to hang out so we can get out to midnight or are you trying to go home
1: well let's get what are you writing craig and then go yeah. home so we can all go home are you writing something Boogie, we yeah, talked about. You got anything else yeah, coming up?
0: Yeah, well, you, you, there's there's going to be a, a holiday mailbag coming Ooh. up. But I'm also going to write a I'm also going to write a, a column about this Coyotes team, but I don't want to give that one away yet. I'm going to be chatting with some people, but I got I something one, coming up. I got a couple things coming up for the holidays. Right. I have one more
1: thing to talk about and I know everyone wants to go home, so I'll talk longer about absolutely nothing. You talked about Christmas mailbag? I have a question. So, our mail at my house usually comes around I'll say one-ish in the afternoon. It's pretty typical. One, right? Noon to one. That's when the mail comes. That's when the mail comes to our house. I don't know what the hell the problem is. I maybe it's Christmas. So I have my PHNX t-shirts coming today yes. in the mail. According to an email, I've coming today. My mail has this last week is not getting till like seven or eight at night. Like what mm. what? What what's that? Is it just because of the bay? Can the mailman I'm sure we've got all kinds of mail people out there listening. Can they let me know what's going on? Is it because of the cards, and there's more cards and more packages? Is anybody else experiencing this, or is it just me? I don't get mail. I can't be just me, because <laughs> there's no a sending big me mail. mailbox with all kinds of people in it.
0: <laughs> I don't get mail.
1: I don't really get proud? mail.
2: The only mail I get is from whoever lived in my apartment before me. Resident. Yeah. That's yeah. who he
1: gets. He gets resident. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a rant on that because I I don't know, and I'm not I'm sure their job is extremely difficult this time of year because there's so much more stuff. But I wondered if it was just my neighborhood,
0: yeah. Or, or if you've noticed. Glad you're I showing noticed. a little sympathy for the mail deliverers. Thanks. well no, they are. It's incredible. Okay, holiday how, spirit. Bob. The,
1: how about the Amazon guy? How many boxes he got to deliver right now? Especially with my wife around, it's absolute like. DPS <laughs> truck threw up at our house. It was terrible.
2: All right. Okay, before before
1: PD starts talking about any more mail. See, look at Karen. <laughs> i couldn't even box, get the sentence there, out before you three. started talking about warm thank mail. you karen
2: get out of here craig before yes. pd starts ranting about amazon or something
1: <laughs> blatantly
0: does not have that on his bingo card <laughs> all
1: right Petey, we'll,
0: we'll talk in the morning we'll
1: yeah it out. send me a note i don't know what time we're doing that show sometime tomorrow send me a text <laughs> all right, buddy. we'll be up early
0: get home safe craig see you
1: see it <laughs> all right whoo i know exactly Deep breath after getting through that.
2: Yeah. Well, you're saying that like you're blaming Craig as if you didn't just rant about. I know. The USPS. It is my fault.
1: But again, it's it's. Are we pushing midnight yet? No, we it's are. Only Eleven thirty. No, I know. Gonna Make it to midnight. It's tonight.
2: tough. It feels later because, like we said earlier,
1: I was ready to fall asleep, buddy. You're t- what? Are you 24? 24. I go to bed at nine. I know. Like legit nine o'clock on non-coyote games. Nine o'clock. I know. It is not nine o'clock. I'd be sleeping by now. Yeah, I and mean, I'm buzzing now. Like, not, let's no, go. No, I know. Like, well, let's go. We can calm
2: you back down. We yeah. Just got to get you in one of those more furniture recliners, and those things are sure to put you to sleep.
1: I swear, if you if you need a more furniture recliner, reclin- if you can't relax, get a more furniture recliner. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I, so we you, you we all have them here. We've seen them on the show. If you watch our show regularly, we've seen our more furniture recliners. There's eight of them out there. I am like as the night goes on. Just I just slide lower yep. and lower. Like my head is where your butt should be by the <laughs> yep. end of the show, and my feet are on the floor. They are unreal. Yeah, no, and I, I feel like they're my phone. There are
2: times where I because I sit in the back row, all I see is your like feet kicked yeah, up or something like that. Um, they are genuinely like the the Legit. comfiest recliners I've ever sat. Legit. in. Um, so if you're interested, go to morefurniture.com. Um, they're doing a holiday clearance event at More Furniture where you could save up to fifty percent off if i haven't hadn't already furnished my apartment that's the one thing i'm kind of upset that i already furnished my apartment with more furniture because i could have gotten a pretty good deal with this holiday sale sale. but i missed out you don't have to go to morefurniture.com get you a recliner get you some house furniture whatever you need whatever you need do get it for more furniture um i think i have a little bit extra money to spend on more furniture too because i think I, i i have to go check the results but i think I won a little underdog fantasy draft pre-game. Oh, draft. A draft, draft. game yeah, because Shane sent it to me. Well, this is what happened. Shane sent me a link, sent me and Leah a link, right before I was about to start producing the Suns game, or the Suns pre-game show. So I go in there, I have the second pick. He has the first, uh, Shane has the first pick, and it's all of the games tonight. Okay. All of the games yep. tonight. But you know me, you know where I'm going with that Tage first Thompson. overall pick. Tage Thompson. He's way down in the projected... Yeah, Points. Like way it? down. What There's no reason. Yeah, uh, and no reason he wasn't even on the opening screen. What does this motherfucker Shane Diefenbach do? He scrolls all the way down and he drafts Tage Thompson first. on purpose. He invited me to a draft and took him just first. so he could take Tage Thompson before first. me. It was unbelievable. But I still think I still think I won. Win or lose, though, you can have some fun on the and underdog. It's easy. It is, it is so easy. He literally sent me you a can link. Do a draft I in clicked minutes. the link. Minutes. I clicked the link, and I was in the draft. It was, it's wild yep. how easy it is. It's wild how fun it and is. It's
1: not like fantasy where you get stuck for the whole year with a yes. quarterback you don't like or you know whatever. It's like you're right because
2: I mean I, I I'm in a regular Tanite. fantasy hockey league, not going great. Made some mistakes. I did not draft Uka Pekalukinen. I did draft Tate Thompson, but I did not draft Uka Lukanen. But if you're drafting tonight and you're in your daily fantasy underdog. Probably made some money because he was unreal. But regardless, um, you either whether you want to do the drafts, you want to do some pick 'em. I won some money the other night on a pick 'em. I've been on, a, I've got on a on a roll on the underdog fantasy app on the pick 'em, not the drafts. I've been struggling on those. Regardless, download the underdog fantasy app. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download download the app from your app store. Sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit with one. Hundred dollars. You deposit a hundred. They're going to give you another hundred, so you can start embarrassing your friends in drafts. Sounds like a lot of fun.
1: All right. Did you? Is Robert Lee like? He's getting up. He's going to run five miles in the morning, three miles at night. (sighs) Robert, you are a better man than I, buddy. And he's retired.
2: Like that's buddy. (laughs) How how many miles have you run in the last?
1: I walk. I'm a walker. First okay. walk, cause I got knees and hips that just don't like running. <laughs> Three and five miles. Ooh. That's a long way in one day. Yeah. Uh, the longest I
2: walk is from my car to the front door of my apartment. Buddy.
1: Did you see next question?
2: What's that? Sean. See, please say Uka's name one more time. It's the. It's my favorite name. Uka Pekalukkanen. That's
1: unreal. Uka UPL as we like to call him. And walking and talking, and I see it blatantly again talking about Walking and talking's coming up. I think we got to walk in and talking by the end of the week. Yeah, like, and, uh, We're planning uh, for Thursday or Friday for walking. Yeah, talkin I'm
2: not gonna again. spoil who you have yeah, planned, we but I know you we do
1: have. We think we know who it is. Yeah. Well, you gotta you stay tuned. Stay tuned for next Walkin' it out. and talking.
2: Okay. Anything else before this from this game before we kind of wrap up the our, our
1: no, it, last? It, it's few again things. where this team just continues to have somebody else show up and and be the star tonight. It was Michelli, and and I think. This team continues to compete. They get better, and they're really good at home. We just want to keep it exciting and close. They're building on something here, and I know it's a little early. We're not talking playoffs, so all those Canadian fans that are tuned in listening to our show like I know they do, we're not talking playoffs. We're not saying how great we are right now. We're just saying we're competing, and mm-hmm. we're and they're in games right now, and they're in every game. When they beat the Boston Bruins— You know, they're beating good teams. So this team competes. They all play together. They're fun to root for. They got guys that are fun to root for. They got guys that are playing together. Uh, I think this was another one of those games where I thought they played their best offensively inside the mullet. Unfortunately, it didn't show up on the scoreboard. Now they got to head into enemy territory and go play the Vegas Golden Knights that are coming off a Uh, loss loss to to Buffalo. Yeah. that's going to be a little frightening Sanders. rolling into Vegas. That It's a tough building to play in already, and coming off a loss, I don't think that's going to help the Coyotes no. much. Um, it's going to be a tough week for them, and, no. and their schedule only gets yeah. tougher. Yeah.
2: Why don't we go into the upcoming schedule? You mentioned this team beating some good teams. If they want to find a win in the next two weeks, they're going to have to beat some good teams. Obviously, like you mentioned, Wednesday against Vegas Golden Knights, Friday against the Los Angeles Kings, but next week, oh my. It's a tough week. Avalanche on Tuesday at home. Maple Leaf, Maple Leafs at, at home on Thursday. And then on the road on New Year's Eve, a 3 p.m. start against the Tampa I, I, Bay
1: Lightning. Again, we talked about geography. First of all, Colorado, and I know they're, they're still a little banged up. So if you're going to get Colorado, get them well. They got guys out yeah. the lineup. So that, I, I'm not, they, they played really well against Colorado last year. They actually won the series. Just saying. The guys at DNVR, if you're listening, they won. Um, <laughs> Toronto swept them. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. They already beat Toronto in Toronto, and I know. Austin Matthews, anytime goal scorer though. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I would take Austin Matthews yeah. anytime. I like that too. But it's teams that they did really well against last year that are very good, strong playoff teams that are going to compete for Stanley Cup. And then, oh, guess what? After you get done playing Thursday against the Toronto Maple Leafs, you have to get up early Friday yep. morning to fly. All the way to, to Florida, Florida. Yep. and oh, we're not just going to make you play tomorrow. We're going to make you play tomorrow in the daytime. Yeah, three p.m. But that does mean that they will be
2: able to celebrate no, sure New week. Year's Eve in Florida because the next game after that is, is the Florida oh, Panthers. So they will no, be in Florida for a few days, at New Year's uh, presumably Eve, New Year's Eve in, uh, in either Miami, yeah, either Lauderdale, uh, Tampa Miami. Bay, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh We'll see. I, I, all I'll say is probably hammer the Panthers on that that yeah, game not, on the, the, the third, no. I believe. Um, quick check on the standings. Not a good day for the Yotes as far as, as the, the race for Bedard is concerned. Uh, the Blue Jackets lost to the Stars. Um, and I think that is the only game that yeah, has Anna major... Anim- yeah, have not played
1: since their win, and they're tomorrow at home. They're on the road to L.A., so that's not that's looking good. And Chicago, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. that's a... Couple of bad teams you mentioned there, yeah. Um, but Chicago yeah, Chicago seven straight. Now the last win was against the Rangers, and then they lose seven straight after that. I, I that team's struggling right now. They're struggling to get saves. Yeah. I, I don't know how Chicago with that goaltending doesn't finish last right now. And it's not their offense. I still think with H- a Thinassiu and Domi and Kane. I still think they can score. They just can't stop the puck. Yeah. So I think it's going to come down to Anaheim and Chicago, and I, I, I hate to say it. I don't think the Coyotes are going to fall any lower than 30th.
2: Yeah, it is It is kind of a tough spot they're in right now. Uh, Chicago, 18 points on 30 games played. Uh, for the record, the Coyotes have 25 points on 30 games played. Chicago, 18 points on 30 games played. Anaheim, 21 points on 32 games played. So they have two games in hand there. And then Columbus, 22 points on 31 games yeah. played. Like I said, lost tonight, 2-1. To the Dallas Stars um so yeah just a little concern not really shit in the bed for bedard as much as i was hoping they would yep. um but i think that's just about it let's I think that's get it let's see the punch card because we're we're making progress um another lost night, another another red star oh Petey. we're yeah i don't
1: know but we got our win for the 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 line so yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but
2: uh, with the way that this that the Coyotes are and that like the schedule is, they're probably going to get three wins next week. So you'll probably get some. You'll probably get some. It is funny
1: because we sit there and bitch about how hard the schedule is next week. Yeah, those are the games they're going <laughs> to win. They'll probably go three and zero. Oh. Yeah. Because when we went on that fourteen game road trip and they started off with Nashville and Carolina, we go, oh, they have no chance on yeah. those two, and they win them both. Yeah. So never count this team. And out. It, the mullet It's been a hard place
2: to play, like we mentioned, and they have to bring those two teams in, those first two teams, the the Maple Leafs and the. The Avalanche and the Maple Leafs at home, so
1: you never know. Uh, in both of their first trips, can you wait? We haven't heard out the the Canadian media tonight because Montreal was in town. We'll see it tomorrow on the blast. The, you know, the blowback from yeah. "oh, this arena sucks, yeah. and the locker room sucks." So we'll see if we get any of that. We'll we'll get it with the Toronto media rolling in for sure. So we'll see what what's ahead. It's going to be a tough road for this team over the next uh, next month, four games, yeah, all, every week next in in January. A lot of back to back. It's going to be a tough month.
2: Yeah, I um, have fun with that because, like I've mentioned, I am leaving in the beginning of January. I'm going to go home for a little bit. Good for you. Um, so you all get to deal with that. Um, but while I'm home, like I mentioned, I'm going to go see the Buffalo Sabres host the Seattle Kraken. And I'll get to see Maddie Buneer in person. Um, and obviously, just like Leah got her tickets to the Golden Knights game tonight, I'm going to get my tickets to the Sabres game on the one, the only, game time ticketing app. Um, Honestly, the best ticketing app I've ever heard. I know they waited until the last second to buy their tickets. Hopefully you waited until the last second to buy tickets to the Suns game tonight if you went because nobody played in that and they were basically giving tickets away. Um, But it it is the best ticketing app. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. The best way to support us is by using the link in our description to buy your tickets. That's what I'm going to do. That's what Leah did tonight and that's what you should do. Um, I'm excited to go see the Sabers and I'm excited to see Kraken in person. Honestly, yeah. like I, I I watch the Sabers games a lot, but I'm excited to see Matty Benier in person. Hopefully, at that point, he's second in the rookie points race. Matthias McCallister, um, because Matthias McCallister has been putting up points. We point got to get that season.
1: to stick, Matthias McCallister.
2: I like Matthias Yeah, I, it's a, a tremendous nickname. It's gonna be even better. Because like the thing is, is we're saying this now.
1: Everyone's gonna be saying it when he wins it. Okay. So make sure you give us our our credit. Our I, credit. I, I, this last thing, and I know we're, we're trying to go here because I'm going to keep holding this here. Blatantly said it again. So we've talked about this is going to be a real thing, and people think maybe I'm kidding, but the Scottsdale. Hangover? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's part of why but they've been your, so good at have home. Have you seen the weather in Toronto right now? Um, Buddy, it ain't this.
2: I I know what the, Toronto, the weather is in New York yeah, right now, and okay. it's not great.
1: So if you're sitting in Toronto, and all of a sudden you fly here, by the way, the weather next week is going to finally get back into the 70s. It's 70 degrees. It's sunny. You're close to Mill Avenue, and you're a quick Uber from Old Town. Are you sitting in your hotel room getting ready for the game? Hell Probably no. not. Um, it is 24 degrees yeah. and in that's the 6 it, right, it's right now. And that's warm. So <laughs> it's going to get colder than that. So this is going to be a real thing. It's going to be like the teams went to Vegas that first season. It's something new. It's something interesting. So people went out in Vegas and Vegas home record that year was absolutely crazy. That first year. That's one of the things that's helping them out at the mullet. It's a little bit different and it's a lot easier to access fun. Yeah. Yeah. When the, when the Maple Leafs get on the plane next week, they it will degrees. be a
2: high of 30 and a low of 16 in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it will be in this around the seventies here. So uh, they're going to enjoy it. And it, you should enjoy what should they enjoy becoming a diehard join uh, become a diehard get some of the greatest content a lot of our written content is free but the best written content from our writers craig gerald whoever is going to be behind the paywall only for diehards So become a diehard to get the best stuff like we mentioned you get a discount on some of our events like the tea party that we talked about early earlier when you become a member you get a free hat or a free T-shirt. And not
1: just when you sign up, you get it every year. Yeah, you get one every I mean, anniversary, year, every
2: year. You can rock the one. You're wearing, you're wearing a PHNX shirt right yeah, now, I too. I PHNX. almost wore that, so I'm glad we're, we're
1: matching I'm flannels. And I'm waiting for my Die Hard jacket, by yeah, the
2: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I looks know some, like a letter
1: jacket. Some kinda. of the
2: hoodies finally came in. We have hoodies yeah. now, so if you order a hoodie, yep. you get one of those soon. Better um, be yeah, your if Christmas. you're a Die Hard, follow Kenny's lead. Drop a hashtag diehard in the chat. Um, it really is an awesome... Just an awesome thing. To oh, and
1: by the way, they get membership cards, and we.
2: Oh yeah, and them. we saw those. Yeah, I, all I'll say is there's some shininess to them. Yeah, there's, there's a little some, gold a little coating shine, on them. There's. It's not. It's not. It'll you be know, the fanciest card in most of the wallets. I won't say everybody. It'll knows. be the fanciest some card, card in my wallet. Oh yeah, the, well, My chip too. Bank of America card I is not getting is it on. Chris rock
1: and a black card, so I won't yeah.
2: say. I am not. Yeah. I am not. Um. So the membership card will be the nicest in my card.
1: So being a diehard.
2: Yeah. Become a diehard. Become a diehard. I, did I mention this 20% off merch and events I, I don't think know he did. I, if I didn't it's it's not, I, it, you can hammer it home um, but yeah become a diehard today check out gophnx.com diehard to join the fam and we really are a fam I was hanging out with Charles the other night I don't know if he's watching I was hanging out with Charles I stream video games sometimes him and I were just hanging out he was watching me play video games we were having conversations talking about old we were reminiscing over old coyotes remember Galchenyuk he played here yeah. there's a bunch of guys I
1: had just forgotten yeah. about um, it's a fun time to it be. it is a family there's no doubt about it a part of the fam. Okay. Anything See, else look before at Karen, we leave? We, we have to come to the show to get updates. Karen, oh, wow. I didn't know the Die Jackets are getting their patches on Karen, I hope I've got one coming. Yeah. So I literally, I. I'm going to, and I don't have to wear this anymore. I can wear my Die Hard jacket I don't know where chat.
2: Karen got that information. If I had to guess, it was probably the Discord. You can yeah. only get that information I'm on the, the Discord. Discord if you are a diehard. So join us. I didn't even mention the Discord when we were talking about becoming oh, a yeah. Die Hard. That's one of the, it's probably the best perk yep. of it. Anyways, I can go on and on about being a diehard. I have, yeah. Anything else before we get out?
1: Nope. I'm ready because we've got to do this again. I apparently have to do this with Craig tomorrow morning. Yeah. And then Wednesday night late again. In
2: about 12 hours, there will be a second show for you to listen to. Around Uh, the NHL. Around the NHL. So make sure you check that out. Um... But make sure you follow us on social media. You can follow me at Sean underscore to pause. By the way, I, this is a little behind the scenes. Whenever Leah gives me my pro, shout out to follow me at Sean underscore to pause, I give her a little salute. I don't really know what to do with my hands now because she's not here. But so, so you can follow me at Sean underscore to pause on Twitter. You can follow PD at S. Peters Hockey. You can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. And you can follow Leah at Leah Merrill, right? There's no underscore there, right? No underscore. Yeah, at That's Leah legal. Merrill on Twitter. But like, uh, like Derek would say, all... Or you can follow the show at Phnx Coyotes, but all roads lead to at Phnx underscore sports on Twitter.
1: Who? And I, we, let's give one more shout out to David. To David yeah, to of David, course. Our producer today taking over f- the duties for Sean and David. Another another one because they're everywhere. Another ASU grad. Yep, doing great things. And he is leaving
2: us. Yeah. He is leaving he's us. He's heading to Wyoming real, to get a job. a real job.
1: He yeah. started off here as just a little... They grow up so fast. They grow up so, fast. He was so an fast. intern here at PHNX, and now he's taking a real-life journalism job. Yeah. David, where can the people follow you on Twitter?
0: at david underscore rhodish hell yeah
2: follow him at david underscore Rodish to see what he's to, doing to, to wyoming
1: the wide world of wyoming yeah. and,
2: and joining the journalism world so yeah congratulations jay journal over there um but yeah that's so all you know, we
1: have for oh. he, the, like we've already sent we're like we're, we're like producers just yeah we have slindy up,
0: slindy, eugene. up in eugene you're gonna have your head david out.
1: in in uh
2: in wyoming yeah. Gillette, wyoming right yeah Gillette, wyoming the best Quite man can out get of
1: that, all right okay Call did I do it. a good job? It's You're outstanding. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
2: Nice job, DP. I just needed some that's some all. affirmation.
1: All right, but oh. Hey. Nice job with the sound effects. This Look is, at that, dude. tears running down my face. Yeah, the really roses good. are flying. You on. survived. You made it. I think ah, you did an outstanding I did job. It.
2: Next time we do one of these post game shows, I'll be back in my rifle place behind the Mac. Leo will be right in a rifle place in front of the camera. But that's all, all for it. tonight. That's all. We'll that's see all. you next time. Yeah, we'll see you. Like I said, tomorrow there'll be an audio episode, but the next time we'll see you live will be what's and How today? does Leah sign off? Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody.